incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to a very late episode of the latest PS5. And what do I mean by late? We couldn't even get an episode out last week. Work scheduling, the Game Awards at ridiculous time. Um, And yeah, we just couldn't get the taping done as much as we wanted to. But we're here this week. We've got two episodes for you. So we've got the latest PS5. There's news to go over, which we're going to bring you. We're going to answer some of your questions as well. This week's Patreon exclusive episode, the latest PSX. We'll be dedicated to the Game Awards, our opinions, and things like that. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Mr. Alex Sylvester. Alex, how are you doing over the last two weeks? Konnichiwa, people. Yeah, I've been good. I've been good. Just reveling over the fact that I've managed to finally complete Horizon, which we pretty much talked about. And um, and I'm now diving into the latest game from the Matrix franchise, which I'm quite happy to talk about. All right. Excellent. Well, let's go straight into it. Obviously, what we've been playing. So we've both had a goal of the the Matrix Unreal 5 experience. Yep. Now, I know you. I've known you since you were like four years old. So I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, go on. Answer honestly. When it loaded and you started shooting, how much? How long did it take you to stop laughing? Because you laugh when you get excited. And I know you got fucking <laughs> excited when that shit was kicking off no, because I, I was... You know what I mean? I had I had a grin from ear to ear, man. I looked like the Joker when I was playing that game, man. It's like this game. If you have not experienced it, my God, it's just beautiful. In like in one simple word, it's beautiful. I mean, it's the first. Is it the first Unreal Five Engine Five game coming out? It's like an experience. Yeah, it's like a tech demo, isn't it, for Unreal first Five, one, right? showing yeah. you what it can do. It yeah, so it's exactly. just like an experience. It is. I mean, from the from the first showcase of the um, Unreal Engine Five uh, demo, or way back when, this is the first time we've actually got to really interact with it with a, with a new, I guess mm. not a new IP, but a new game. And um, I mean, I know Fortnite's just been updated recently, right? Um, yeah, but that's, that yeah, looks like that, though, isn't it? <laughs> same anyway. But yeah, at least with the Matrix coming out in the next couple of weeks, uh, it was nice to see them partnering with uh, Unreal and uh, Epic and making sure that they. Was it, Epic? it is Epic, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, and and giving us, giving the fans something to talk about, or giving uh, new uh, old fans something to rekindle over, it and new fans something to something new to explore. And I think they did it perfectly with this game. And it's like it's just a nice little tech demo it's nothing it's not it's not going to take too much of your time but it's a perfect um example of what they could well what potential they could actually do with this technology uh, and just by the, uh, the, the the visuals alone i mean they're just completely stunning ray tracing just seems like it's just a doddle for them you know and, and everything's happening so quickly and nanite like, technology isn't it and luminous yeah, nanite and technology oh my god the nanite technology i mean from from it's balancing off lights from uh, walls to windows you can see the different gradients you can see the different textures to the particle physics and oh my god i don't think i've ever seen a game with such brilliant particle physics, man. I mean, when you blow up a, uh, all right, well, part of the game, uh, after you've gone through the little uh, intro with Keanu Reeves and Carry On Must, which is like similar to like Uncanny Valley, man, because sometimes you don't even know whether it's actually real or or CG, right? I think, yeah, I'll just stop it really quick. 
yeah. Trinity's face was perfect. You can't yeah. tell it. Keanu's looked a little bit weird. Right, yeah. which I give it, <laughs> but still, like you know what I mean. A lot, he's a bit more expressive in carrying muscle. It she's just yeah, a bit yeah, more, yeah. Short, but yeah. And and there were some times, but and they did lose a good combination of like real life um, action and CG. But after you've gone through that demo, you're then placed into the world where in the back seat of a Matrix car being chased by a slew of agents. And if you've seen any of the films, you know how relentless they can be. Unfortunately, you're equipped with a nice pistol, which you can then start letting off shots and shooting out the. Uh, uh, the wheels. I do like the the, the 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 way they broke that fourth wall as well. You know what I mean? As if they know the game is just part of promotion, and they actually mm-hmm. identify that. Stay away from marketing. <laughs> Stay away from marketing. Welcome to the Matrix. I love that. Uh, and then it just it's just a brilliant example of what you can actually do with this engine. And uh, I mean, just simply shooting the tires and seeing how different shooting different tires while you're in this high speed chase affects the environment differently, how it smashes and crashes into different cars um, and they all fall differently. You could never play the game the same, you know, and there will all be always be different types of damage to the car. And it's just it's just impressive. The fact that you could just keep playing a game over 100 times and it will just look different each time. Um, and then after all that, you're then given a, uh, what is it, a machine? I don't know what type of machine gun you're given, some freaking mm. heavy artillery. And you're just letting shots off. And it's just absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. So visuals, it looks amazing. And then so after, get... so after the car thing, is that where you finished it? That's uh, after the car thing. And then you'll, uh, then you can actually get to go for a walk in the city, which is called, is it? Mega City One. No, I got worried then. I was like, did he, did, please tell me. No, 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 around, no. I played that thing. I played that thing to death. And like, <laughs> and like, yeah. So pretty much, you're just there in the city, and it's just like New York, kind of afternoon or whatever. It's very quiet. I was just flying the camera around and yeah, just looking in windows and. They everything. call it. Yeah, it, it would have been. I mean, this. I mean, this, you pick when you like, saw flight. You thought Neo flying, didn't you? Because that's what I thought. <laughs> oh, and I'm thinking drone. What do you mean drone? And then it changed. It's like it changed from being drone to fly. I was like. Okay, so why wasn't it just the same in the beginning? But yeah, uh, as soon as you take flight, I mean, you can go as high as you want to. And I did like the Spider-Man thing. Obviously, anyone who's played Spider-Man, you want to try and go to the highest building, right? Well, I did. And I just I wanted to see how far I could actually take it. You know, so I went to the edge of the city and I realized there's other cities around, but you can actually go that far. But, um, but you're actually able to um, alter the speed that you fly. You know, and that's very reminiscent to The Matrix Reloaded, wasn't it? When mm. Neo was, you know, panning through the city. It felt just like being Neo, man. I mean, the only thing that was missing was, like, the, the, the blazing speed and, like, the wind bla- uh, blowing in my face. But, um, but yeah, man, it just brought all those feels back, man, from the, uh, the you know, the whole Matrix franchise when it first came out uh, mm. all those years ago. I don't even want to say how long. But, um, yeah, fun game. It just shows you what the possibilities will be towards the end of the generation. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Quantum Error is using Unreal Five, so you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, can't wait. Yeah, we'll get. We need to get those boys back on. We're definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, just to give you a bit of insight into Matrix, the the map has one thousand two hundred forty eight intersections in it. What? Forty five thousand and seventy three cars with one hundred and sixty miles of road. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Is, but yeah, I mean, I'm like blasted it. It's like, it feels like a living, breathing city. And the fact is that you can pick up, well, not every car, but the cars that are parked and you mm. can just go driving and they've all got a different feel to them as well. And they all, especially when you damage them, you scratch them. It could be the minute scratch or a massive scratch. I mean, obviously we've seen it in a lot of driving sims as well, but it's just showing the capabilities of UE, you know, and Definitely. how 
Definitely. And I just, all I pictured is if New York can look like this, I can't wait to see how Insomniac pull it off in Spider-Man 2. You know, it's going to be amazing. I wonder if they're going to be using that. I wonder if they're going to be using the real engine. Well, they won't be using Unreal Engine, but they've already said that Spider-Man 2 is PS5 only. So it'll be Uh, really interesting to see how it goes off. But I mean, same, I was doing the Matrix Awakens Unreal 5 experience. If you haven't done that, listeners, go to the PlayStation Store. It's available now absolutely free. Also been playing Kenner, Bridge of Spirits, beautiful game, stunning game, uh, highly recommended for people. Um, But yeah, it's it's just been a fun week because of Matrix and stuff. But we want to get to the news because obviously, even though the Game Awards came, we're going to talk about that on the latest PSX. Um, Let's talk about the news, Alex. So I'm going to go on to the first one for us. Uh, Number one, Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced a series of official PS5 console covers, which will come in a variety of flavors and begin rolling out in January 2022 with the Midnight Black and the Cosmic Red versions. They sound familiar. The pads are already out, the Cosmic Red pad and the Midnight Black. You'll be able to pick up these covers at retailers in the following regions. USA, Canada, UK, France, Germany, Switzerland, Austria, Spain, Portugal, Italy, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, China, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Indonesia, Vietnam, Korea, and the Philippines. Meanwhile, the Nova Pink, Galactic Purple, Purple, and Starlight Blue PS5 console covers will appear in both locations during the first half of 2022. Additional territories will gain access to these covers throughout the year with more details to be announced at a later date. But Alex, we're not stopping there because it wasn't just the console that got a facelift. Say what? Via the Sony PlayStation blog, they announced the following. Today, we are pleased to reveal the newest colors to join the PS5 family of our color accessory offerings. Nova (laughs) Pink, Starlight Blue and Galactic Purple. Adding to the previously released Cosmic Red and Midnight Black DualSense wireless controller colors, the latest Galaxy-inspired colors will launch globally starting in January 2022 and participating retailers, at participating retailers, sorry. But Alex, we'll, we'll, we'll go back. The covers are here. Are you yeah. getting Midnight Black? Of course I've got to get Midnight Black because that is the color that the PlayStation should have come with anyway. Dude, it's the light. Ooh. It's when the blue light is on and it hits that black in the video. I was pictures. I was like, oh, I need that. That's how it was supposed to be, right? So I think Sony should really just hand that out for free because they were just being cheap in it. Obviously, we know that cheap, white's easy to produce. But yeah, I'm just so happy that... Um, <laughs> it kind of makes sense that they had that whole um, lawsuit with D-Brand now when they were coming out with their dark plates, mm. was it? So obviously this was what they had planned. Uh, I'm sure Sony hoped that they had a lot more PlayStations in the wild, but at least it's it came on their schedule to some some degree. But I think the colors are... Question is, yeah. do you get black or do you wait for the now inevitable Horizon Forbidden West plates when they come out? Oh, that's for a, the that's, little ones because they're going to be like they, the little ones. The little ones would love it, but I don't want them to touch it because that's exactly <laughs> what they'll do. They want to try and take it off or even mark it off or something. So no, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go against that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want something which is going to be black, jet black. So even if somebody did try to attempt, if heaven forbid, to mark it, it wouldn't even show. So uh, that, I want I want a black. Spider-Man 2 one for Miles Morales. They've got to do a Spider-Man and a Peter Parker one. Oh, if they did that with like the, uh, I don't know, the spot UV finish, you know, with Mm. the Spider-Man pattern, 
all over the plate. That, that was sick. Well, that, that was that it. Was... Like, you know, in regards to special edition consoles, I yeah. mean, the big, the best-selling PlayStation one was the Spider-Man PS4 Pro. And the, obviously right. the best Xbox one is the current Halo um, Infinite one. Yeah, but yeah. I remember when that Spider-Man PS4 Pro came out, people were trading in their Pros for another ps4 pro just because it was spider-man <laughs> you don't realize just how big oh, and, the amount yeah. of people, and, and if you walk into a shop you're not going to see a spider-man ps4 pro pre-owned oh. anyway <laughs> you know what i mean you'll get yeah. white you'll get black you, you will not get spider-man perfect. you know what i mean it's that, just that, was, yeah. that was perfect design and like the uh so we've got some pricing as well for this thing now haven't we oh well, have we, we haven't noticed yeah. that there was some pricing, for some pricing. so for the face plates uh we're looking at 55 dollars so we don't know what it's going to be. So I guess that can be a, a gauge for the fifty-five rest. pounds. <laughs> that's going to change the pounds. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Exactly. And uh, for the pads, obviously the same price as always, which is the premium seventy-four ninety-nine. Sixty-nine pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so it'll be sixty-five and seventy pounds over here, and just ten dollars extra in America. You know what I mean? But yeah, really, really interesting. I'm excited for it. I, I'm, I saw the black and I wanted the black. So obviously I've got the black pad and the red pad, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to hold off. You're going to hold off? Because I want Wait. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. Play, the God of That's War what Ragnarok I want. You know, I'm going to wait because really if they don't, re- okay. So if they don't release one for Horizon, yeah, I'm going to take the plates to, and I'm going to pay a spray painter to do All me right. some Tekken ones. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Because if I get the black, he's going to spray paint it. If I get the white, he's going to spray paint on that. But I think it'll look better <laughs> off the white, right? But I, I just want there's not. I only either want Metal Gear, Tekken, or Pez. You know what? Pez is dead now. So Tekken. Show you what Pez. Listen, when I bought when uh, the PS4 came out, I had the black one, and then when yeah. the death, when the death, when death, when the destiny, when Destiny came out, it yeah. launched with the white PS5 console. I okay, bought the yeah. white PS. PS5 console. Yeah, I took yeah. it straight to my mate who does like who's uh painted pads and stuff like that. And I said, put Pez logo on it. And he put the Pez <laughs> logo on there. You know what I mean? And I was just like, yeah, that's it. Cause I used to, but yeah, that it doesn't, it's not gonna be on my fucking console anymore. So it'll be Tekken. Uh, you know what I mean? Tekken for now until they screw that up. The Mishima well, branding, that's all I want, you know. Mishima logo, but yeah, I think I'm gonna try and get that Spider-Man logo on there and just just get it imprinted in a spot or like in a gloss. Look- well, all you got to do really is, um, as my friend did, he put the um, Manchester United logo on his. He just basically got the paints that would work on the surface, which he just Googled. Yeah. And he just bought a, a template from Amazon, like a card template, and he did it himself. And it looked fucking stunning. You know what I mean? Okay. Because all they use is a template and spray on it, don't they? Yeah. So. He was just like, just get the template. I was like, yeah, I'm just too lazy. I don't want to do it. <laughs> you know what? That might actually be a LPS5 uh, how-to video coming up soon. There you how go. To, how to there fuck you up go. PlayStation. <laughs> well, speaking oh, of like new plates and speaking yeah. of new pads, we also have a new studio in the first Dude, party family. Hit me up, Ali. Family. Yeah, we have. It appears that PlayStation wasn't done in just adding studios to the family for 2021. As Herman Holtz announced the acquisition of Valkyrie, entertainment 
ultimate announcement through his Twitter account uh, with a short message that read, today we announced Valkyrie Entertainment will be joining the PlayStation Studios family. The studio will be making invaluable contributions to key PlayStation Studio franchises. Valkyrie Entertainment has been an independent developer who have produced their own game called Guns Up, but they mainly do support work for other studios. Uh, they've already gone, uh, had a strong pedigree with PlayStation as they've helped run support for both God of War titles, that being the PS4 reboot and the upcoming God of War Ragnarok. Valkyrie Entertainment have also worked on the likes of Middle Earth, Shadow of War, Halo Infinite, and State of Decay. I mean, with a name like Valkyrie Entertainment, I mean, it sounds very naughty, obviously, you know, it's, it's, it, it makes sense that they're working with God of War Ragnarok right now. But um, so, two, yeah, so, two, so two things, dude. First off, Herman Holst is European, and you started with an American accent. <laughs> I, I, I thought, oh my god! I was Fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but secondly, um, <laughs> this is a very, very shrewd and smart acquisition because really? in the industry at the moment, the biggest problem there's basically so in regards to PS5 consoles, there's a semiconductor shortage. Yep. There's a similar shortage in the development industry, and that's people with right. skill, right? Yeah. So what a lot of AAA companies do is they pawn off a lot of the development of the game to smaller companies who specialize in support work, mm. and they work on that. I mean, Halo Infinite has loads of little developers. Naughty Dog uses loads of little developers. Santa Monica loses them. Everybody uses them. Nobody makes the entire game themselves, right? A AAA yeah. one. They need support. This company did helped with Halo Infinite. They, you know, you mentioned Middle of Earth, Shadow of Mordor, State of Decay 2. They worked with a lot of first-party Xbox games. That's gone. So to Microsoft now, they need to find another support network. Yeah. And Sony realized that, okay, it's very hard and very competitive and very expensive to keep... Because what developers do is they open the developing studios right in the same state so in california la things like that so it becomes hard because talent will keep moving for more money won't they and sony were like how do we nail that in the butt right they they, they purchased nixus to focus solely on pc iterations yeah. and now they've they've got valkyrie entertainment which will support as um herman hole said all the first party studios so sony have that support network in-house now Nice. They've also um, did Metroid Dread as well. They supported Metroid Dread. That's so they, yeah. that's, so they've Why snuck them away from Nintendo as well. Why is that missing off the news cycle? <laughs> so that I so, <laughs> so they've uh, they've taken Nixus away from Square, who used yep. them for PC ports, and they've now taken uh, Valkyrie away from Microsoft and Nintendo on the support front. But oh, I mean, okay. it's a shrewd. It's it's getting crazy now in the industry, yeah. isn't it? Is, but like you said, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, in, in, an, individual, in, in an industry which is sparse for both uh, components and developers, like you're saying, yeah, you've got to you've got to play shrewd, you've got to play smart, and you've got to make sure that you're getting the right uh, people, especially those who've actually worked with your competitors, so you can mm-hmm. get a little bit of insight information. A company like Valkyrie, if they're working with games such as Metroid Dread, which is an amazing game, Middle Earth, Halo Infinite, I mean, these are all amazing games, and I'd like to see exactly what is their speciality like what 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 is their speciality i mean is it like backgrounds is it animation you i think know it's I mean? a bit of everything it's the fine tuning you know the the um 
pristining at the end, you know, the fine tuning, playing the support network role to it to make sure that everything is working underneath, doing the bit part jobs yeah. that um, developers can't do. Because you've got to remember sometimes, I mean, I tell you, that Unreal Engine, New York City, mm-hmm. wasn't made by one team. That took time with yeah. Epic. Epic yeah, used yeah. the support company to help them on that one, you know. So yeah. it, it it does take, that's why when you play a game and you see so many logos at the beginning, that's what the companies were working. That's why the credits are so flipping long. You yeah. know what I mean? Same thing with movie studios. They use external companies to work on CGI, to work on sound, to work on lighting, to work on editing, because it's just too expensive to keep everything in-house in one go. You've got to source it out, you know. Sony just seem to be acquiring to be able to do it all in-house. They're very Apple-like, you know what I mean? You know, it's taken Apple how long to start making the entire phone by themselves, but they're there now, so all the money's coming to them almost. So Yeah, it's it's been easier, you know what I mean? They've just found a good outlet to make sure they can customise their chips. I'd like to find out exactly how much they've purchased Valkyrie for. Absolutely. We won't know that to the financials, but here's what's interesting as well. In a day and age where so many games are coming out from Mm -hmm. an independent all the way up to AAA level, it isn't a case, it it would have become a bidding war to, like, if Valkyrie was still independent, oh, we we're just about to sign a contract to do Microsoft work. Oh no, how much will it cost to get you to get you to do it for us? And yeah. it does become a bidding war. Or Valkyrie might turn around and say, We're unavailable. We're working on Bayonetta 3 for the Nintendo Switch. And now you can't you have to find someone else to support your game. And the yeah. biggest thing for companies is delays. They do not want to delay. They've got financial targets to hit like Sony do. So yeah. it'll be really interesting. But it wasn't just a studio, Alex. It wasn't Sony a patent patent pan. And Tintin. Oh, there's not even a word for it, right? But you know what I mean? But Sonya, like, you know, tying down not just uh, developers, but technology as well. So number three, Sony Interactive Entertainment has filed a patent for mm-hmm. Death Stranding style environment changes influenced by the player. The patent was submitted by the hardware manufacturer in 2019 and was granted on December 7th, 2021, Furthermore, it credits Hideo Kojima as the inventor, while its summary describes terrain radar and gradual building of a route in a virtual environment of a video game. The method includes determining that a first path has been traversed one or more times by one or more characters before changing the first path based on a number of times the first path has been traversed by one or more characters. So basically what that means is if you play Death Stranding and you're walking down a road and the wonderful music's hitting and you're in your feng shui digital world and then it shows you how many people have been on there and people are working together on there and stuff, that's the technology. And it was that was one of the best features about Death Stranding. And it's just, again... It'll be interesting to see what they use it for, but maybe it's a way to pin down potentially a teaser for Death Stranding 2 that, yes, it is in development. Maybe. maybe. And, like, I think this... You need to play number one. I do need to play number one, and I will do, because I've got, like, a whole shopping list of to-dos. But um, uh, what it did remind me of was the, um, the film Inception. Mm. All right, so I remember in Inception when you can actually, they're all linking one dream world and you've got an architect who builds, uh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the Ellen Page or Elliot Page, whatever it's called now, they are called now. Um, and yeah, you could actually just develop the world. And it seems like that was the same type of concept which, which laid the foundation for this technology here. I mean, like, like you, I mean, you showed me in um, Death Stranding um, bridges that were built, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot more easier to get from point A to point B. I mean, this is just going to be the same type, sorry. 
this is just going to be uh, it's just, just going to open a world to a whole host of possibilities i mean mm. people are playing fortnite at the moment where you can actually build your own you know you can, you can build your own set you know what i mean for that short period of the game but the fact is that you're actually going to build something which is setting which is going to be semi-permanent or even permanent mm. just brilliant i mean that means that characters could actually just develop their own worlds you know essentially going forward i mean that's just going to be a great way to uh, increase engagement for uh, for companies developers well and they can just throw different tools in there right sony have the patent now so if a meta world wants to have this technology in there <laughs> they gotta they gotta seize it from sony haven't they get that ka-ching get that ka-ching um but yeah man i'm, I'm looking forward to it i'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to it i mean that was obviously hideo kojima is a genius and the fact is that he's managed to get an idea patented. He's a, you know, he's a, let's rephrase that. He's a lazy genius. Yeah. <laughs> he's a lazy genius. He's managed to find a way to get other people to build his worlds for him. So we will probably end up building bloody Metal Gear Solid for him, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, then we're moving over to new, cool, and interesting games. Uh, for Spoken, uh, another one to keep an eye out, people. Uh, keep an eye out for. Um, for Spoken had another big gameplay reveal at the Game Awards in 2021, and more importantly, a release date reveal. Uh, one other important piece of information, though, we can ex- extrapolate from the marketing materials is that For Spoken will be a PS5 console exclusive for two years. Mm-hmm. Glad to hear that. A piece of promotional from material fine print points out oh my god this is like what do you call those tongue twisters mm-hmm. a piece of promotional material fine print points out that console exclusive uh, console exclusivity period ends two years after its release date it's clear that relationship between sony and square enix around exclusivity continues to be beneficial for both parties or at least it looks that way since forspoken joins a list of games or content from square that has some kind of playstation exclusivity which is nice to see that they're kind of still connecting with their their Japanese counterparts because it kind of seems like they've been letting it slide for a bit, haven't they? Yeah, I mean, you got to remember Nintendo is and has King. always been Japanese Amazing. home Incredible. territory, you know, and not from the home console standpoint, but from the, the handheld standpoint. Like, if you look at the Japanese sales, with the exception of the, the, the Wii, uh, mm. you'd have to go back to the NES and the Super Nintendo, the Famicom for when Nintendo had successful sales numbers from a home console, but they've never had an issue with the portable Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Micro, Game Boy Advance, all DS, DS Lite, you know, all these consoles were Mm. massive sellers in Japan. And the Switch just brings both of them together. So it was going to be huge. Um, I I don't don't know. I feel off. I don't know. There's something about this game that keeps putting me off. I don't know what it is. It looks stunning. It moves stunning. Amazing. It just, I don't know, something's putting me off about it. It could just be the way they're talking or the fact that it's a girl in trainers in Lord <laughs> of the Rings-like world. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I quite like it, man. I mean, It looks like interesting. It, it looks interesting. It just reminds me of that um, Unreal Engine 5. I mean, I've said this many times. It looks like the Unreal Engine 5 demo game that they first showcased the engine. They need with. to fucking release that for us to they play. Do well. release it. But then I saw this game and I thought that looks very similar. So mm-hmm. I don't know who's been copying who. But um but yeah I'm looking forward to seeing what it's all about. And Square Enix is known for doing what they do best, right? The Final Fantasy series, etc. But um who knows? You know, who who knows? They've probably got hopefully they've got like a good decent story with it as well. And they start taking advantage of all the unique capabilities of the you know the the dual the dual sense and the resistive triggers and all that and they can actually make it into a worthwhile game. But it's another female led um franchise you know it's interesting to see this new wave you know you've had kenna you've got horizon obviously we had um 
Lara Croft. It just seems to be like a continuing trend. Where's the, where's the alpha males? Where where, where are they at? Definitely. Oh, so uh, yeah, so yeah. I'm, well, I'm... a game that I'm not interested into, a game that I'm super excited about because I've played every single one of them. Number five, Sniper Elite Five has just been revealed by developer Rebellion with a oh, brand yeah. new trailer and the announcement of a 2022 release window. This time out, we see the Sniper Elite series touchdown in France during World War II. Your mission is to infiltrate enemy territory, kill all high-ranking officials, and discover the truth behind Operation Kraken. It will be released on both PS4 and PS5. Now, I had a friend who used to work for the company that made the rival game, which is Snipe Ghost Warrior Contracts. And I can now say, because he's no longer there, that Sniper Elite 5 was always, or Sniper Elite was always fucking better. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I love this game. It's so good. And it had one of the best multiplayer modes. So there was a multiplayer mode. Imagine a map, an open map, where you're all shooting each other, but you're not judged by how many kills. You're judged by the distance that you've killed okay. somebody by. Yeah, yeah, so no, if I no, shot you 15 times at point blank range exactly. and you shot me once from the other side of the map, I'm pretty sure you've got a longer yard distance than me. You know what I mean? So it's just, that's what made the game so, so unique. So yeah, being the quality, mapped, the quality and people would be hiding for like 10 minutes and then there'd be just like a rustle in the bush. <laughs> and like, bang! And you got them, you know, it's a proper snipe game. You know what I mean? Like, okay, it's okay. so good. But the game is always good. You know, fun missions, fun maps. Yeah violent as hell think mortal kombat x-rays but with bullets going at the skulls and stuff oh, like nice. that okay. and they've it. already said this is one of the most violent ones that they've ever done so yeah super excited about that cannot wait, wait indeed. That one. that's gonna be both on the playstation 5 and the only thing i know about operation kraken is uh, the, the 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 rum the black rum that you can get from the shop <laughs> 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 if you haven't tried it people check it out man it goes well with coke anyway um moving on uh to our number six story today uh sony interactive entertainment has announced the playstation store november 2021 download charts revealing call of duty vanguard has topped the ps5 chart for the us and europe in fact, the Sledgehammer Games developed shooter came out on top in both regions for the PlayStation 4 too, fending off competition from fellow FPS Battlefield 2042, which had to um, settle for second place, although the PlayStation 4 EU chart, FIFA 22, took that position. So <clears throat> going into the top 10, uh, let's start with the US and Canada, starting from number 10. Uh, we have Minecraft at number 10, at number nine, Red Dead Redemption 2, at number eight, Jump Force. At number seven, FIFA uh, 22. At number six, Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the definitive edition, the broken game, which hopefully will be better soon. At number five, uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, awesome game. That game will just never die. Uh, Number four, Madden NFL 2022. At number three, NBA 2K 22. At number two, Battlefield 2042, all these twos. And at number one, Call of Duty Vanguard. That was for the US and Canada. Uh, and for Europe, uh, we have at number 10, Red Dead Redemption 2, at number 9, Minecraft, at number 8, Grand Theft Auto Trilogy, at number 7, The Crew 2, at number 6, The Last of Us Part 2, which is an awesome game, which I'm enjoying even more that I'm playing it through the second time round. Um, at number 5, Farming Simulator 22, at number 4, Grand Theft Auto 5, at number 3, Battlefield 2042, at number 2, FIFA 22, and at number 1, just like in the US and Canada, 
Call of Duty Vanguard. So this is this is some impressive stuff, man. Dude, I want to tell you a statistic, a couple of statistics that will blow your mind every time. Are you ready? Go for it. Farming Simulator 2022 hasn't even been out for a month and it sold one and a half million copies. Say what? <laughs> the game is later. so big, it has its own Comic-Con sort of thing for the game called FarmCon. FarmCon, are you serious? It's big. Oh this game I'm is just, huge. I didn't realize it it that is thing. massive. It is... As a franchise, Farming Simulator has sold over 25 million copies. Oh my gosh. Was this game on um on, on Facebook? Was this one of those places? Uh, no, Facebook? no, no. There's a different one. That's something um, Okay, cool. So this yeah. is a game from Epic Games as well. Gee, these guys are killing it right now. Post Hold on one second. Yeah, so it's uh right software. It's huge. It's 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 huge. Um but uh, let me give you a statistic about consoles. Uh, PS5 was absolutely depleted in the UK for the second half of November. More importantly, there was nothing available for Black Friday. Uh, so some statistics for you. PS5 is currently out of stock. Fast. Once it's back in stock, it's going out of stock faster than during launch months. It's that time of year. It's Christmas, isn't it? It is. It's just but stock is so thin this year for PS5, Switch, and Series X, that despite the Switch having its greatest ever month, ever on yep. record, the PS3, the 360, and the Wii U in 2014 outsold the Xbox Series X, the PS5, and the Nintendo Switch in November 2021. And Say that's the Wii what? U. <laughs> Say what? Come on now. Come on. Oh, like, that's that. how sparse whoever, consoles Whoever came oh, up with that bloody article. It is ridiculous. It is, <laughs> there's just no machines. It's unbelievable. And because there's no PS5s in stock, it's fallen behind the PS... Because it overtook the PS5, and now it's... Full, uh, it was ahead of the PS4 at the same time frame. Then the PS4 overtook it. Then the PS5 overtook it back. But now the PS5 has fallen quite far back because at this time, during the PS4's life cycle, there was a lot of consoles available for them to sell, you know, whereas there just fucking isn't any for PS5. So I think if you can get hold of a PS5, do so, especially now because it is very hard to get a hold of a PlayStation 5. It's very hard to get a hold of a Series X. And in some areas now, even though Nintendo restocked for Black Friday, once again, it's very hard to get a hold of a Nintendo Switch, you know, so. Yeah, speaking of the greatest console at the moment, uh, being the Nintendo Switch, to sales generally, uh, they are actually smashing it in uh, Japan at the moment. I think, yeah, this, this shortage of semiconductors obviously is affecting globally, but in Japan especially, I think the PlayStation only sold about a, a thousand units. That's all they had. Units. There's just nothing there, dude. Crazy. In comparison to the Nintendo family of consoles uh, selling over 100,000 in the same period. Oh, yeah. a question for you. About 200 million. How's uh, the dual sense on the Switch? Oh, yeah, there isn't a dual sense on the Switch. So <laughs> shut your face about your fucking you know what? I actually thought there was hope. There was another uh, another third party uh, pad has just come out, right? I can't remember what it's called. It's not Power It's another one. For the and Switch. No, no, for the PlayStation 5. Scoff. The scoff pad, yeah. And like that's gonna be a really, really premium pad, which anybody 200 pound. Yeah, 200 pounds. I think they've already sold out in terms of the pre-orders. But they're gonna be using. I thought they were actually gonna be when I heard that they had the same feature set, like you know, the resistor triggers and the uh, digital sense, pretty much unique features. I thought they were developing themselves. I thought 
Sony were actually able to give out the patent to um, third parties. And it turned out that, no, that's not the case. They're just going to be rebranding existing PlayStation 5 DualSense controllers, which I thought was quite disappointing. But there was a smidgen of hope. You know, no, that, but they, that, they we well, got to remember what Scoff do is they, they're experts at it and they did the PS4 pad as well for Sony. So have high hopes for it because we know the DualSense is practically the perfect controller. So as a base, what Scoff are working from, they've got perfection already. Yeah. They've got the, the buttons on the back and everything. The, the analogs will be tighter and more precise, everything. If it wasn't £200, I'd pick one up, but I'm, I'm just, there's no point. Don't be excited because even with a Scoff pad, I'll fuck you up in Tekken. So <laughs> there's no point of you worrying about it. Like a, that's anyway, like you get a turbo anyway, pad. And get the point one. being is hopefully, hopefully Sony does actually relax or whatever exclusivities they actually have with that technology. I it think. It get relaxed and then we, we do see it on like the lights of the place not on the PlayStation, the Xbox, and the Nintendo Switch. Because well, you can use it on PC. I don't know this triggers though. Does that? Does, I don't yeah, yeah. That the the so days is it days gone? Um, they talked about in a press release that the Uncharted collection will have the Dual Sense capabilities for PC, and I'm sure Days Gone and a couple uh, others for PC have it as well. Okay. Um, so. I think someone's going to jailbreak the pad and get it working on a fucking switch. You know what I mean? But it's just. But it won't. No, I mean, I want like the whole full. You know, oh, to... got yeah, got yeah. It, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens down the yeah, line. Yeah. If you can keep finessing that pad now as a base, that everyone's going to be the pad. winner. The greatest pad ever. Listen, so... I forgot about a bow and arrow. So when I pulled the first <laughs> bow and arrow in Kenner Bridge of Spirits, I looked down at the pad like, oh, <laughs> like you know what I mean? I could feel it in the fucking pad trigger. I was like, oh, oh snap! Gosh. You know that reminds me. There was that report about the PSVR two, wasn't it? I think they uh, they've got more uh, images of the actual um, controllers. So they're 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 ramping that up. So we might see something for next year, maybe before summer. Mm. You know, so yeah, talking about um, you know Boeing, they're pulling back a bow and arrow. That's going to be crazy with PSVR two. Well, that was all the news this week. So we'll jump onto the questions from oh, our yeah. listeners. So if you want to send a question into the latest PS5 podcast, you can in a number of ways. If you use Twitter, you can tweet at latest PS5, or you can send us a DM message with your question on there, which a lot of you do. Or you can email the latest PS5 at gmail.com and you can send an email there with your question or on a on our YouTube channel, which is obviously the latest PS5 podcast. You can leave a comment on there. But we'll go to the first one. We're going to go all the way across the pond to Jack from Salt Lake in the US. Hey, ladies, PS5 team. Love your show. <laughs> Got a good one for you. This is, I don't know if I should take this question as interest yeah. or sacrilege. Okay, if go. Tekken had to change its combat gameplay to a different fighting game's mechanics, which would you pick? Thanks for the show and keep it up. Ladies and gentlemen, if any of you make me imagine Tekken not being Tekken, I will ban you from this podcast. Jack, <laughs> what are you doing? You're making me think of an inferior Tekken. Oh, but Alex, worst case scenario, Tekken's mechanics were never invented. What fighting game mechanics would you want Tekken to be then if you had to replace it? Okay, well, that is again sacrilege, blasphemy, or any other of the other describing words for Jack right now. Um, nice to see you, Jack. It's a shame it's gonna be the last time you see you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if Tekken was in a multiverse, in a multi universe, or you know, dumber universe, was it ever have a different uh, control setup or style gameplay mechanic? 
Um, I would probably have to cheat with that answer and probably say, I hope they used the one from Soul Calibur. <laughs> and mm. it's probably the same company anyway. But uh, but yeah, if you're audio technical, I'll use um, that. That's, that's true, though, because Soul Calibur is different. It has weapons. I was thinking yeah. um, between two, Soul mm. Calibur and Mortal yeah. Kombat. They're the oh, only two. Yeah. I can't do Street Fighter because it's just, that's... Yeah, they lost it. That's they shit. It. It's shit. It's just let's just be honest. It's bottom of the barrel shit, right? In terms of its mechanics, you know the oh, way yeah, they do the left, right, or no, it's not left, right. It's high, low, isn't it? It's high, low. Tek- yeah, Street Fighter is high, low. Tekken's right, left. Yeah, right, left. I mean, that's just more natural, you know. Mm. You so much then high, low, high, low. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I was, yeah. I, I, I was trying to go out there, and I was thinking, oh, do you remember like Power Stone and stuff like that? But then that just takes oh, it all that's away. That's a game. Oh my you know god! I, mean? I want someone to bring that back up. You know what I mean? And I was yeah. just like, no, 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 no. We got to stick with Soul Calibur, or we have yeah. to go with Mortal Kombat, which is one of the yeah. others. You right, know? But if you had to pick one, Jack, Jack Soul Calibur. All right, get out. <laughs> You're banned. <laughs> You're banned. Work. Take it. Right. <laughs> We're coming back across the pond, but not all the way to Stephen from Cork in Northern Ireland. If you could pick one game to be... this, I love this fucking question. If you could pick one game to be turned into a Netflix 10-episode show, which would it be and why? Oh, well, oh. that's an easy one. Okay. <laughs> that's an easy one. You can't say Last of Us because it's already been... Oh, you talking about... <laughs> 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 All right then, Last of Us Two. No, there you go. So you got to think. So you got to you got to think of a game that would work as ten episodes. So you can't pick like a. Let's say for example, you chose a, a Days Gone. Yeah, that makes sense. But over ten episodes, it'd be boring. There'd be dead episodes. What? I've got two games which would be. Oh, I just ready to go right now. Um, and um, I, I, it wouldn't work. Well, I don't know. I, I love. I'd, I'd rather play the game, but the storylines in these You're talking games, about Horizon. No, not Horizon. Horizon. The storyline was all right. I wasn't really impressed with it. However, what I did, what was really captivating for me, surprisingly, you're not going to imagine this, is uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Eleven. That story, what they've done since the Mortal Kombat, I think Deception, when they did that first crossover with DC, was it with DC? I think it was. Their story, their, their story, the pacing, I mean, even though it's just a completely wacky out-the-box story, it was compelling, you know? And I found myself even jumping on YouTube one time and I was actually just, I thought I'll just give it 10 minutes and see what happened. After about an hour and a half, I was still bloody watching the, the animation. Yeah. And I realized, oh my God, they, they've actually really invested in their writers, you know, and they've actually changed the narrative structure for a lot of these fighting games, especially. So if there was going to be an out-of-box game, it would definitely be the more common franchise. Secondly, it would be the next one, which everybody would want to see, would be uh, God of War, Ragnarok, <laughs> because we have we don't even know the storyline. Mm. Well, I think that would be sick. You know, I don't even know what it's going to be. But, I think the best thing for God of War, though, is if you took Kratos all the way back to when he was a Spartan. Oh, the original. And oh, like yeah. how he got against Ares and shit. Yeah, that would be the one that would be 10 episodes. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I, obviously, the first thing that popped in my head was like Metal Gear and stuff. But I thought over 10 episodes would be boring. There'd be dead episodes. Do you know what I mean? So I thought, because it'd be like born, but you can't stretch it out for fucking 10 hours. So it got me thinking. I was like, how would I be able to put a show? Then the first, I think the bar... Mm-hmm. is set by Castlevania on Netflix. If you've watched that, it's fucking amazing. If you haven't watched it, go to Netflix, watch Castlevania. Mm-hmm. There's no better video game adaption to TV show at the moment. It's so fucking... Really? It's so good. good. It's okay. so good. It's okay. so good. I'm, I'm putting down. <laughs> so I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, what would work as 10 episodes? Number one, yeah. Tekken, but more about the Mishima family. 
right? Because yeah, you can stretch, there's a lot of characters you can stretch out about. You know, you got Jin. If you think, if you go back to Tekken One, you know, you know, like um, Kazuya, Heihachi, the mis- yeah. fighting over the Mishimas. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, then yeah, you, yeah, you've yeah, got Jun as well, and then you got Devil. Uh, mm-hmm. All this shit, like you could create some mad fantasy Constantine, like motherfucking fucked up it's shit. You know what I mean? Family drama, yeah. It's that's nuts, what I'm saying, you know? and it would work over ten episodes because there's so many like characters and Easy. stuff and like that. And the action would be phenomenal. I mean, I mean, we saw it obviously from the animations before. So uh, mm. yeah, and then one. obviously, mother one would be e football. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about match of the day it's already on i'm joking i'm joking i just thought anything better than it would improve the game right so just oh, yeah. football as a, yeah, a 10 episode well. netflix show of e-football would be an improvement on the current game that's out right so whatever oh, you're talking yeah. about I have to get out from the slump you know the, the, the true underdog story you oh know? my god it'd yeah, be mad but then obviously you got to think about other things because there's really unique games that are out there that people haven't like oh okay yeah. what could i use in that yeah. sense like yes metal gear would be good one um you know i think horizon would be really really good but you got to focus more on it would be a mix of terminator meets obviously a bit of jurassic park sort of thing but like the focus would be more on how it happened the two storylines parallel would work in 10 episodes yeah you need a fucking ridiculously high budget to get it going but i think it would be more you wouldn't you can't like center it around a singular character like aloy it would have to be like game of thrones where there's multiple characters that are leading into that final two three episodes you know what i mean um to make it work but or actually you do 10 episodes Mm -hmm. one it's running similar to a show that me and you watch foundation so one it's running in as aloy in the current world but then half of the season is mixed with elizabeth and how the fall actually happened you know what i mean so you got 10 episodes so you're actually seeing the fall and how it happened you're getting that substance and then you're getting yeah. obviously what's happening in the modern day and how it affected yeah. shit. you know what i mean it'd be really like, unique like lost-esque type yeah um dynamic yeah i think that would work i think mm-hmm. if, it, if they did it that way i think the game's pacing would have been a lot better but you know i, I, mean, I will play the game again but definitely i think i could see that working if they mm. do like the, the past and the future or the present you know emerging together because that one moment at the end, spoiler alert for anybody, when she actually does meet herself, that was like a nice, you know, ending to the little circle, basically. In it, so um, yeah, I could see that working. I could, I could Excellent. Really... Well, that was the show this week, listeners. Um, cool. Again, if you head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5, we're now going to record the latest PSX episode where we give our game awards opinions on obviously the reveals, the awards and our honest honest opinions of the advertisement awards i mean the game awards sorry my bad um and all the contradictions yeah, that yeah, jeff but... Keeley wanted to throw to everybody you know it, it was it was a let's be honest it was a bit of a shit show but we'll, we'll talk about that on the latest psx the link to that episode and to help support the show via patreon is in the description of this podcast so just head over there click the link have a look and just try it out and see what you think about the latest psx every week we release PSX on Patreon, which is exclusive. And obviously you get access to the latest PS5 and the latest PSX early before it hits normal free feeds. With that being said, thank you very much for listening. Alex, do you have a closing comment this week? You also get extra news on the latest PSX. So make sure you do go up there, like, share, subscribe. 
and uh, leave a comment, motherfuckers. <laughs> That'd be nice to see. But anyway, that's my last comment for the week. Take care. Be and easy. mine will be uh, watch out for marketing. <laughs> <laughs>